0: Welcome to Learning the Ropes, I'm Matt I'm Andrew I'm Tyler And today we've got a really good one And that was a really
1: concise opening for once uh, Yeah (laughs) I don't don't feel great about that Uh, (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) uh, Yeah, I don't know
2: I made a a promise with myself to not actively try and fuck up the intro uh, um, this time
1: So anyways, I would vote for James Cameron if he was going to be president Uh, But yeah
2: Moving on. You know, sure. I'm, I don't know what he believes, but... Got, he, he has perfect politics, okay? Hell yeah. Same with Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, James Cameron. <laughs> oh, I'll extend that status.
1: Can we get James Cameron and Jesse Ventura on here? I would die.
2: <laughs> on the same
1: episode? <laughs> I would die, I would do cocaine, and I would die. Ugh. Um, sorry, Balder. <laughs> sorry, Matt. We have
2: to we have to derail somewhere. It's, we decided on the back end this time. Anyway, Tyler, Neat. What do you know about Shawn Michaels? Oh,
1: I know that he's the best wrestler ever besides uh uh Bret Hart. Yeah, incorrect. That is I, incorrect. <laughs> but but also I know that Bret Hart's the best besides Shawn Michaels.
0: Yes, mm. that that is correct. So that's right. Shawn Michaels, him. the goat, the heartbreak kid, the showstopper, Mr. WrestleMania. Probably the most influential wrestler of the last, like, 50 years. He's, like, the first real mm-hmm. main event high flyer. Like, obviously, we have, like, Randy Savage, but this I is I feel like he just had
1: this conversation uh, in the last episode.
0: No, kind of. But kind of, but not about Shawn Michaels.
1: Yeah. Was that off mic? Maybe it wasn't off mic. It wasn't off mic. It's fine.
0: Uh, extremely. Charismatic. I'm gonna play.
1: I'm gonna play both sides, so I so I can win on top.
0: <laughs> They're both <laughs> the, the best. The Mac option. Yeah, A- as you'll see, he's extremely charismatic. Uh, influences fucking everyone from Jeff and Matt Hardy to Chris Jericho to Kevin Owens to AJ Styles, Brian Danielson, Seth Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Adam Cole, Young Bucks. If it's, there's a really good wrestler right now, they're probably inspired by Shawn Michaels. Uh, his career spans from 1984 until his retirement in 2010. And because this is wrestling, Tyler, his final match is in 2018. But oh. he retired in 2010. Interesting. Uh, and then, you know, in the later parts of his career, uh, up until even today, he's taken up like a mentor role. Within WWE, he's a main booker for uh, NXT, their developmental brand, and was before like Triple H's second in command in NXT and has sh- helped shape the careers of guys like Aleister slash Malachi Black, Braun Breaker, the current NXT champion, uh, Kyle Riley, Bobby Fish, Roderick Strong, Adam Cole, you know, just countless MJF. others. MJF, no, I'm joking. No, not MJF. I mean, I, I, I could. Can- I sort do- of. There's a lot of Shawn Michaels in MJF. Uh, but you're I feel saying like, he's his yeah. dad?
2: I feel like the Shawn Michaels the, that's in MJF is actually the Ric Flair that's in Shawn Michaels.
0: Yes, mm. it's it's one of those generational things. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Shawn Michaels.
2: Yeah, so this is uh, the first of three uh, Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels matches Uh, for the WWF Championship that we're going to cover over the course of this podcast. Uh, This is uh, Survivor Series 1992. Uh, Basically, in October 92, Bret Hart beats Ric Flair to become the WWF Champion. Uh, And his first defense is set. Sean's another rising star, so they just pick that guy and they're like, all right, you guys, they'd already kind of been... Like, they work together in tag teams, obviously, and so they're they're kind of a dependable duo, um, despite their feelings for each other behind the scenes.
0: Yeah, and at this point, Shawn Michaels has gone solo. He leaves uh, his former Rockers partner, uh, Marty Jannetty. Uh, and we will talk more about the Rockers and Marty Jannetty next week. Uh, and he becomes one of the hottest acts in the WWF in the process. Just trailblazing you know he's very unique style wrestling kind of really driving things forward for him
2: yeah um sean would become intercontinental champion after beating the british bulldog uh kind of as davy got we talked about that like one of the times that he left wwf was because of a uh a uh steroid or like doping it was what hgh um yeah
0: yeah uh, hgh but yeah, so he he
2: was getting fired for that and so they had him they had plans for Survivor Series for uh the British Bulldog to defend the Intercontinental Championship against uh the Mountie. Uh but those were scrapped with British Bulldog getting sent out of the company. Yeah, is the Mountie he, like is is he Canadian? I don't know if the man himself was uh was a Canadian person, but his character, like his gimmick was that he was just straight up
0: his,
1: like his a his member of neighbor. the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Like, oh, okay, cool. No, just making sure that I got that part
0: right. All his, right, cool. His, his real name is Jack Rougeau. That oh, uh, sounds French is, Canadian. He is, is yeah. Quebecois. Fucking oh, loser. What a loser.
1: <laughs> <laughs> imagine being fucking Canadian.
2: Uh, imagine being. And <laughs> shout out to listeners. Just, Yeah, shout out to. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm from Michigan, so I gotta respect Canada. Uh they're too much of a threat.
1: I think um, we can take them except the moose. Yeah. The moose are pretty hard. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the Mountie doesn't get his match, unfortunately, because they just put the IC belt on uh Sean and are like, it's champion versus champion. We're just doing we're just doing this. No intercontinental championship match on Survivor Series. Uh, and so now Sean is ready to face the GOAT, Brett Hitman Hart, uh, for the the biggest prize in wrestling, the WWF champion. Championship, the WWF title. Uh, making this uh, Sean's first like really big test in the main event. Uh, the Heartbreak Kid, Sean Michaels, versus uh, champion Brett Hitman Hart.
0: Yeah, at uh, the Richfield Coliseum in Richfield, Ohio. And let's go ahead and let's let's watch this shit. And we're back. And Hello. we're back. Uh, Mr. Tyler, I'm on the heart train. I'm riding. A, I'm
1: I'm gonna ride the heart train. Hell on the yeah. heart train. It's just two v one now. I'm
0: so proud you. This in this match, this is still Proto Sean. We have not. When we get to more of Shawn Michaels, you will see how good he is. Excuses, uh, excuses. Mm,
1: sounds like it. yeah, okay. See, like the first time I saw Brett, I liked him though. Ooh,
0: and I liked him last week. Well, well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see.
1: Um uh, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Striking <laughs> the <cope. laughs> it's that copium right now. Uh, I think we can agree, though uh sean michael's definitely the gayer of the two that's hard p- p- without probably question. probably uh uh they're two did, very
2: different energies of gay sean and he,
0: brett he did wear assless chaps uh, on like on over his uh over his uh, his his tights on his way well to that's just raider.
1: practical okay that's practical.
2: <laughs> <laughs> extra layers of protection I can't wait until... Uh, I don't, I'll don't. i spoil it. There's a point where he sings his own theme song. Oh no way. That's and awesome. And it's so good.
0: Yeah. When, so this is... Uh, the song is called Sexy Boy. Uh, currently in the version uh, that we listened to be, uh, of, of his entrance, it's Sensational, Sensational Sherry, his manager who sings it. But yeah, they... They ended up switching it up to where Shawn Michaels himself sings it, and it's so good. It's really good. Does Shawn Michaels, like, stay a heel for the most part? Um, up until his first retirement, right? Yeah. Up until his back injury, he's predominantly a heel. There might have been instances where he wrestled face. Uh, I mean, he was a face as part of the Rockers. Um. Mm-hmm. But solo Sean, especially at this time, definitely mostly a heel. Uh, I mean, he kind of has one of the more punchable faces in wrestling. especially. Oh, yeah, yeah he, he plays it up. Plays it up yeah. pretty good, though. The, the beginning interview with Sean Mooney is great. That's fantastic. Very, you could tell that he is inspired by Ric Flair in his promo.
1: He's feeling himself the whole time.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: And it's good, uh, and this match is good. Um, I think yeah, they mesh pacing. really well.
0: Uh, uh yeah, th- stylistically, they, they just they, they work really well together. The 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 kind of high flyer and technician thing has always been a really good combination, and I think they uh they really played that up here. It was I, have, it was uh, great.
1: Uh, I might have a hot take. I think I liked last week's better when he won Bret- when it was uh Brett and uh the bulldog, and bulldog. <laughs> yeah and the
2: bulldog. I, I kind of agree. I think,
1: but... yeah. Maybe that one was just because it was like I—I I mean, like, like we talked about how like Brett kind of had to carry it. Maybe that's why I was better because I—I—I I like his kind. Like I—I—I I, I, I think I prefer like his his style right now over like what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I—I I think that much I—I—I I, I had more fun with. This one was good. The pacing was. There was kind of, like, a little bit of, like, a lull, like, in the middle, and then at the end, it kind of all went off, but, like, there was kind of a lull for a little bit, oh, oh, like, in the middle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I, I don't know how I feel about that.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, that's, that's that's fair. I think, the, aside from stylistically, like, in terms of, like, their actual, like, like styles of wrestling, uh, I think one of the really interesting, like, like... Juxtapositions that they have is, uh, they're selling. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's like they, so they both have great, like, r- r- like
1: ring presence, but they're opposites, kind of, I feel like. Yeah. We're, we're like, I feel like Brett's a little more, like, stoic, kind of, and, uh, focus Shawn Michaels is, uh, <laughs> Very much doing the Ric Flair thing of being like a of, of being kind of like a weasel, uh, and it's great.
2: Yeah, and he he's kind of a cartoon character. Like he literally,
0: just... yeah. Because like uh, you know, one of the moments that we kind of popped for was uh, the the back suplex that that Brett hits on on Sean. Right suplex. And uh, just the way Sean bumps that compared to like anyone else, I think is interesting. Just like yeah. Uh, that over the top selling we end up seeing a lot more in, he in ragdoll doll shit
1: like a fucking video game sometimes like, yeah. straight yeah.
2: up ragdolls is great it's pretty it's Sean is wrestling on Gmod physics <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and like uh, Bret Hart is the complete opposite it's kind of the the crux of like what's so great and iconic about the Bret and Sean rivalry is that they're these two like polar opposites that couldn't stand each other behind the scenes we'll get more oh, into really? that in later episodes oh yeah i was yeah. going to
1: ask i was going to ask um, that i'm like were they friends outside the ring oh man that's cool
2: but uh but yeah so they're they're iconically they hated each other back in the 90s and they uh um they were just too good together in the ring to keep apart <laughs> um because, like, they were were just the best that, like, nobody was matching them, so it's, like, you kind of just have to keep throwing those guys together they keep doing, they keep making magic, um because their styles are just the right amount of, it's, like, complementary colors, like, across the color wheel, like, you're just, like, oh, yeah those two things work together super well, and it's, it kind of just makes things worse but also really great wrestling.
0: Yeah. What was uh, Tyler? What was your favorite like spot from the match? Suplex. That that suplex, yeah. Yeah, that was my favorite spot. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, you, you, you. Go ahead. I
1: I mean like I think he just has like the best looking suplex of that like that like I've seen so far. It's, it's always cool. Oh, it it always looks cool. Like when, yeah. like like when you were watching it, like uh, fucking last week. Like they were always sick.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel like you also popped really hard for the uh, uh, Shawn Michaels getting whipped into the corner and just like flying onto the top oh, rope and getting oh yeah, he, getting all tangled up. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, the first first moments where he got a launch out of the ring that were sick too.
0: I'm, I'm, I don't remember all of them, but, like, they're they pretty explosive.
1: Yeah, like, uh, they, go, a lot of they people... go airborne sometimes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a lot of people talk about Sean being almost, like, spring-loaded sometimes. Like, it seems <laughs> yeah. like he's spring-loaded. Like, he hits the floor and bounces off the floor a lot of the time. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, they're it's... actually... One of the things we haven't really talked about in terms of, like... Uh, this podcast is, like, and the actual wrestling ring. Um... So they actually cause the these two guys end up causing WWE to change how they build their rings. So um, <laughs> the previous generation of wrestlers was your you know Hulk Hogan's Andre the Giant, Macho Man's these really really big and heavy dudes. And so um, a wrestling ring at its at its core is you know you have um, a a steel frame. And then you will have steel crossbeams and then a and then wooden slats. Uh they're usually two by sixteen uh, uh, like planks that'll that'll go across the length of the ring, right? And the amount of metal crossbeams that you put changes the properties of the ring in terms of how springy it is. Um and so at the time, it was much more reinforced in steel because you had the really big guys who didn't want to bump and, like, snap a 2x16.5, you know? <laughs> so um, it was, like, heavily steel-reinforced. And uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin talks about it in his podcast uh, that uh, it was just at this period of time, it was one of the worst rings to bump in because you were basically bumping on on, on wood. Like, like on, on wood that wasn't giving. Because um, it's a real thin mat that they put on top of the wood. Uh, the, ab- the ability to, like, protect yourself in a bump comes from how springy the wood is rather mm-hmm. than so much by how thick... Um, whatever padding you have on top of the ring is. And so, uh, with these guys that are just throwing themselves everywhere, uh, they eventually switch to reduce the amount of reinforcement so that they they can more safely bump uh, and not just be landing on just over an extremely hard surface, and that makes Sean even more bouncy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he hits uh... a... He hits, like, a, a diving back elbow in this match, where, like, it feels like he covers so much ground in the air. Like, they they become, like, fighting game characters. Yeah. Like, or, uh, more so than they had ever been before, where it's just, like, how are they doing all these air moves and, like, <laughs> bouncing all around and doing all this crazy shit? Yeah, uh, it... For sure, it seems
1: like it's like uh, uh, more distinct than the stuff that we've seen like in the past. Like there's like a shift happening. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a noticeable, a noticeable change. Some would call it a new generation.
0: <laughs> but uh. Anyway. Was, that,
1: was that supposed to mean something? Wait, that little pss, did that just happened was that? Oh, did you not look? hear
0: the? But uh,
2: that was the symbol. Yeah. That's oh, the symbol oh I, I didn't hear the but um. I just heard the pss. My joke was punctuated by by drums, so oh. it was the symbol crash.
0: That's that. how you know it's a good joke. It's a banger. Yeah. Absolutely. The now, mark of every good comedian. <laughs> now this is the part of the show. Where we rate the match, and we're gonna do things a little bit differently. We're gonna have Tyler start it off. 3.5.
1: 3.5, half the bat. I liked it. I liked it less than Bulldog. Talking about it more, I like I like it more. I was gonna give it a three, like right after the match, but after we started to talk about it, I've 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 come to like it more. Um, it, but still, like there were some spots in it that were just kind of like slower to watch where, where I felt like, like it wasn't like mm-hmm. as capacity. I think maybe going forward and watching what this like evolves and do. I'll like it more, but right now just Yeah, it was good, but not great.
0: Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. Um, uh, it, it definitely has some pacing issues and it really is just like showing you what's to come. Like I said, this isn't, prime Sean yet like Sean is still Mm. finding himself in the ring um Mm. excuses and some of the (laughs) when we get to some of the other matches in the trilogy of matches that that they have that we're gonna we're gonna cover I mean they have more than three matches but we're watching the three important ones um Mm. uh as we kind of get I mean even whenever we get to uh the second match in the series you'll you'll see how drastically different Shawn Michaels becomes in the ring, uh, and how much of a better performer he is. And I think um it definitely left me wanting to see more of them, but I felt like it was still not um it wasn't the match wasn't as polished as some of the other things that we've seen. So I'm gonna give it uh three two five sure. yeah now uh
2: last up uh I think i'm I think I'm feeling uh a three seven five on it it's uh it's definitely i I agree with what uh both of you guys kind of say Sean spends a lot of the middle of this match just like cranking on some rest holds um which kinda... he, even, he even says it you you,
1: you, or, you or no no yeah yeah <laughs>
2: It was Sean, right? It was like you've been working my arm the whole match or something yeah. like that, right? He was like, "All you do is work my arm." Yeah. Um, but yeah, they spent a they spent a lot of time there and that kind of mm. drags the pacing for me, but all the other stuff is just like these are two of the best and it's always they're always doing something cool um and something that I can enjoy. Uh which is which is just it's really impressive. I'm excited to see where this goes.
0: What Big Dave say? Big Dave gives this match four and a half stars. Uh, I definitely think that th- this match uh, that the match we saw last week, Bulldog versus Brett, is mm-hmm. better than this. So I'm a little uh, shook to see Big Dave be so wrong be wrong about something. Yeah. I know what
1: the hell. He must be the fucking pro here.
0: He's not. Sometimes
2: you don't check on your friends, and they mm-hmm. do things that uh, <laughs> you you can't explain. We gotta we gotta do better for our friend
0: Dave. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Fuck! I don't even know what I was gonna say. But, uh, <laughs> edit that. Edit that. Cut that out. Cut that shit. Fuck
2: we got to support Dave Meltzer so that he can, he can understand which wrestling matches are better than which.
0: Yes, we do. He's, he might've, <laughs> he lost
2: his way on this one and we should have been there to, to catch him before he fell.
0: Yeah. And now Tyler, to, to, to give a little prelude for next week, you remember how I mentioned that, uh, Shawn Michaels at this point has gone solo and the rockers are no longer a thing. Yes we're going to look into that next week as we're going to watch uh we're we're, we're going to see how the rockers fall apart and and where they end up it'll be slightly mm. different of an episode we're going to we're going to watch a couple of clips then a match next week instead of um just, just a, a match. match and with that does anyone have any last minute things they need to throw out
1: uh like subscribe comment rate um Share with your friends so we can get that ad revenue. I have three dogs I have to feed, uh, and if we don't get ad revenue, they're gonna have to eat me. <laughs> <laughs> One of them will consume me. He's a hundred pounds. Okay, I don't. To, I, so yeah, share with your friends.
2: Please, Please save the young lion for
1: my sake. <laughs> Please.